Welcome to the Movie Score, a podcast where we discuss, rate, and debate movies. I'm your host, Ben Barber, here with my sister and co-host, Mary Beth. Hi, everybody. And, um, so, since this is our first episode, we wanted to discuss a little, about, about, a little bit about why we started it. So, about six months ago, maybe? Yeah. I think about six months ago, I came up with the idea of starting a podcast, because I always wanted to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. But I wanted a co-host, and I searched, <laughs> I did, I went through a couple of my siblings, and that's why I got to you. And we decided to do a movie podcast, because we're both big fans of movies. Yeah, I mean, I already review movies on my blog, and yeah. so um, it's something that I love to talk about, and it's, it's kind of nice to talk about it verbally rather than writing it all the time so mm-hmm, yeah it's kind of movies are fun yes I'm, movies are always a great way to learn new things yeah. and movies and tv shows and, yeah absolutely just a quick question what's your favorite a movie or a book um golly i mean i guess it depends i'm a very visual person so i do enjoy watching movies yeah and even when i read a book i see it in my head mm-hmm, like yeah, a movie imagination um and that's how i write too i mm-hmm. have to see it as if when i'm writing a story i have to see it as if it were a movie in yeah. my head if i can't see that then the, <clears throat> the story doesn't go anywhere so yeah. <laughs> mine's movies i just really like movies i would read a book but i find <laughs> okay and so you want to tell them what our very first episode so yeah for our very first episode we decided to really jump in with the big bang yep <laughs> we decided no we're not gonna choose anything really easy to discuss we're just gonna hey pick something slightly controversial and yeah have a good time with it so for our first episode of the movie score we are doing a full review basically of all four movies of the Hunger Games series. Yep. And um, I have the synopsis here for the Hunger Games. And this is actually the synopsis for the first movie, but it's kind of overarching for the entire series. And this is what Google says for the Hunger Games. In what was once North America, the capital of Penem maintains its hold on its 12 districts by forcing them each to select a boy and a girl called Tributes, to compete in a nationally televised event called the Hunger Games. Every citizen must watch as the youths fight to the death until only one remains. District 12 tribute Katniss Everdeen, played by Jennifer Lawrence, has little to rely on other than her hunting skills and sharp instincts in an arena where she must weigh survival against love. Oh boy. Oh boy. Love and survival, man. (laughs) Which... It's kind of an interesting... It says that she has little to rely on other than her hunting skills and sharp instincts. Which, that's not exactly true. That's not exactly true, because no. she does have PETA. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to discuss who she really in love with. Oh. Oh, that's a it's, it's a love triangle. And um, full confession time here. Mary Beth does not like love triangles. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I can see that I they they can get they can get a little bit complicating at times, but a little bit, golly! Yeah. And sometimes they can be done right, but it's a very very rare occurrence. Have you ever time. seen one done right? Um, no. Well, <laughs> I mean, I would say Aragorn and Arwen and Eowyn, except it was completely on Eowyn's side. It, Aragorn really had nothing for Eowyn. In The Hunger Games and most other love triangles, yeah. the girl cannot decide who she's going to love. 
I bet in this one it's the boys who can't decide. No, the boys all know that she they love her. She's the one that can't well, decide okay, between yeah. the two boys. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, we okay. getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We'll discuss that. Yeah, okay. It's PETA, by the way. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I first watched The Hunger Games this year. Yeah. I didn't. I thought I watched them last year, but no, I watched them this year. But you had a different experience. Yeah. Them. So I actually saw both of the Mockingjay movies in theaters. Um, and those a, are the last two. Those are the last two. They're based on the third book because there's mm-hmm. three books, but there's four movies. Yeah. Which I thought was a good decision actually because it was actually pretty accurate because they didn't have to condense quite so much. Yeah. But of course, you know, I was. This, the first movie came out in 2012. I was 20. But the books came out before that, of course. And they were all the rage. And so I remember the Hunger Games craze. Mm-hmm. It was all that anybody talked about. It was the new Harry Potter. And um, you, I knew about it. But we were also kind of, at that time, running in some very, very conservative circles that wouldn't touch the Hunger Games with a 10-foot pole. So it wasn't until, um, let's see, when did the first Mockingjay movie come out? I'm looking that up right now. Um, The the very first Mockingjay movie came out in... I'm guessing. 2014. Really? So I did not read the books or see any of the movies until 2014. Hmm. Um, And I was able then to make my own conclusions. Yeah. Rather than having someone else sway me, necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just said, okay, I'm going to read these books. And I'm going to decide for myself what I, what my yeah. opinion of it is. Rather than just relying on... That. And they're not good books. The books uh, are not good. I tried to read the first one. <laughs> I really did try. I personally do not prefer that kind of writing. No. It's first person, present tense. I have never liked it. No. It's not. I will say, though, that I would read them at night and I would be so caught up in the action that I would have a hard time stopping. Yeah. So they're definitely suspenseful. But they're, yeah, I, yeah, I don't like that writing. It's weird. Yeah. I, I'm so used to reading either third person yeah. or first person in a past tense that I'm just not. Mm-hmm. I'm just not really crazy about that. Yeah. So what were your impressions of so, seeing it for the first time? I didn't go to the theater, and I watched them all behind each other. Like, I watched one, then I waited a week, and then I watched the other one. So, mine was much more quicker than yours. You had to wait years, <laughs> a year to watch it. And it was a great... I, I, I love dystopian movies. Yeah. If it's about the world ending, I love it. Okay? Uh-huh. So, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought they were really good movies. They were definitely better than Maze Runner. <laughs> they were definitely better than Divergent. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy them. Okay. I do agree that The Hunger Games is far better than Divergent. And I would rather read The Hunger Games books than Divergent. Have you read Divergent? I read the first book. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. did not enjoy it. I much prefer Katniss Everdeen's character over Trace Pryor's. You I read think Maze Runner? Have I, I have not read Maze Runner. I don't know that I would want to. That's another thing. We're talking about uh, personal experiences with these stories. I grew up in the time when everything and anything was dystopian. 
And if it wasn't dystopian, it was vampires. Yeah. So I'm kind of sick of those genres. I mean, if you can do it really well, dystopian, yeah. I'm not a vampire fan. But if you can do dystopian really well, I will enjoy it. Do you think Hunger Games did it really well? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's a it's a well-crafted story. I'm, hun- I still Games... wonder what happened to the rest of the world. So America is Panem. But what happened to England and Russia? Yeah. You know, I still have those questions. But Hunger Games isn't really dystopian. It's like what happened after the it, world. It's still considered dystopian. Oh, really? It yeah. is? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to move into characters. Characters of Hunger Games. Miss mm. Everding. <laughs> and um, Peter Millark. That's, that is Peter. Peter, Peter not Millark. Peter, Peter Millark. They and are the two. And Hawthorne. Who? And Bennett Coderre. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. And President Coyne and President Snow. And, uh, and, I'm sorry. You President are, Snow is my I favorite I could rattle them all off, but wait, what? Yeah. No, Did you know that they recently wrote, well, Susan Collins. What's her name? Suzanne Collins. She uh, recently wrote a whole book about President Snow when he was really? young and hot. That, that's it would make a great movie. <laughs> What's this? What, what was it called? It's, Those would be um, great. I'm just going to Google President Snow book. It'll come right up. Um, that would be really good. Let's see. Oh, it didn't come up the way that... It, oh, here we go. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Sounds really cool. That's the book about him. Yeah, so if you're ever wondering what Coriolanus Snow was like when he was young and hot, that's what it is. Anywho. Okay, so what was your who were, who were your favorite characters in The Hunger Games for you? My favorite character in The Hunger Games is Finnick. Really? Yep. Okay. Why? I, oh, Finnick is so tragic. Is. You know, he puts up this front of being real charming and suave and, mm-hmm, and yeah. really... Um, uh, cynical and you know he's playboy and everything but really deep down he's such a softy yeah and he was really only putting up that front in order to protect his his family mm-hmm. and Annie yeah and his wife yeah I mean to me it's not a question of team Gale or team Peta if you were gonna marry one of those boys it would be Finnick he'd treat you like a queen and he he dies <laughs> sorry Don't? is that a spoiler uh not, not at this point. I would not, should we share spoilers on this podcast? Is this a spoiler-free podcast? Or? I mean, if you don't know about the Hunger Games at this you're point, probably, you're living under yeah. a rock. So I don't think it's a yeah. big deal. <laughs> we'll discuss that later if we should add spoilers. I mean, you know, if we review Black Widow whenever it comes out. Um, and we should Whenever say, it comes out, yeah. then we'll have to be more careful about spoilers. But I don't think we have to be. No. But not, yeah, not you have this. to rub it in. Yeah. He yeah. died. He died. Blew up. Well, she killed him. But that's a different story. She did him. Okay. Who? Uh, Who has been a Katniss friend, right, for a long time, right? And he knows her very, very well. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Gale ends up being so caught up in the revolution yeah. that he kind of, well, he, you know, what he ends up being, he ends up being so caught up in his own hate. Yeah. Uh, and his own. He loses his sense of morality. He loses his moral compass. Mm-hmm. And I, why do all of my loves die? I'm trying to figure out what my favorite character is. Katniss tries to keep that compass. She tries to. Yeah, I mean, ish. I for a while she, she does, does. For a while she And then does. she. Yeah. Yeah, Katniss is a very. Uh, She's a different character. 
she's very she's not likable well <laughs> most of the time it, it depends on which movie it is yeah because in the first two yeah and even part of the third one she was likable mm-hmm. but then she got caught up in the rebellion well, she became too. so hard yeah you know yeah so but yeah all the characters got deep yeah it's yeah. interesting so um uh i'd have to say it's what's 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 their trainer Oh, um, Hamish. Hamish. I love him. He's, I like Hamish. <laughs> I really... He's funny. You you feel more safe when he's around. When he's around, you're like, okay. Everything's yeah, kind of even, under control. Even though he's kind of crazy. Yeah, and he's a and, drunkard. Yeah, he's, but he's he's one of those guys, if he's there, you're like, okay. We're, yeah, we're moving in the yeah. right direction. And part of that is because, although Katniss is so deadpan sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, she doesn't show a lot of emotion very often. But she's got a lot of emotion, but she doesn't show a lot of emotion. Right, and so there's always this drama around her because she's so unpredictable mm-hmm. yeah, and volatile. And, and then Hamish comes in and he's just like, sit down, kid, yeah. and we're going to deal yeah. with this situation. And so, yeah, it's nice to have him around. Yeah. Um, and then of course there's Peta who is a deer. Yeah, yeah. And um, what? Don't forget Hem's horse brother. Uh huh. Gale. 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 And so this kind of leads us into the themes, the messages of the Hunger Games. We were talking about how, as the story progresses, certain characters start to lose their moral compass. Certain characters try to keep their moral compass. Yeah. Um, and so. To me, that some of the biggest themes of the Hunger Games are, of course, there's the big fight for freedom against a totalitarian government. Um, but there's also, and I feel like this is more profound because, okay, lots of movies can have fights for freedom. Mm-hmm, yeah. Braveheart, Lord of the Rings. Marvel. Um, yeah, Marvel, Star Wars. I mean, they all have yeah. that against this totalitarian government. That's not really anything new. Yeah. The thing that's different about The Hunger Games is that it is so much darker and you have people taking very pragmatic routes. Um, you see Gale and the other revolutionaries, especially President Coyne, taking a more um, the ends justifies the means approach. You also see a lot of the tributes taking that kind of route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're thrown into this arena where they really have no choice, which is horrible. Yeah. Of course. But you also see them just completely disregarding everyone else's life and yeah. the value of other people's lives. Katniss would never kill, uh, what was her name? Rue? Yeah, Rue. But she had no problem killing someone else. Well,. Well, that's different. Well, the, somebody else was attacking her. I agree. And see, that was a lot of the objections that were raised in some of the conservative yeah. circles that we walked in. They were like, well, Katniss killed so-and-so. And I was like, yeah, but she was defending herself in that scene. I mean, you could argue that that was a justifiable killing. She was trying and to And then you have herself. to discuss the killing of President Coyne. Yes. Was that right? Right. I, well... I would say it was, but some wouldn't say it wasn't. To me, I have my concerns about her killing of President Coyne because she did it more as an assassin. Uh, it wasn't like a proper execution following mm-hmm. yeah. a trial. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I and I recognize that again, Suzanne Collins just kind of 
puts these characters in these impossible situations, mm-hmm. which is very hard to watch or, or read about sometimes. So that's problematic. I guess that's a good word for it. There's problematic killings. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she she kills tributes. She kills coin. There was oh, then there's the mercy killings. You know, what is that? What, 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 like when she, I think that. it was his name was K two in the first movie when he was being attacked by the dogs. Oh yeah. And she shoots him. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other instance yeah. where Finnick is being attacked mm-hmm. and she kills him and yeah. lizard mutts. And I'm not saying that those are easy situations at all. I'm just saying that these movies raise those questions. Yeah. So very ethical, are, moral very, questions. very ethical, moral questions that yeah. don't always have easy answers. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you ask, okay, is the, are the messages of Hunger Games worth absorbing? What can you take away from that? Yeah. And those are not easy answers. No, there's, um, they're hard. Yeah, I definitely think that one of the themes that comes out of the Hunger Games that is pure and good, and you can take a lot of truth away from this, is the power of 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 love and light and beauty in the darkness because PETA is that. Yeah. PETA is that beacon. PETA stays true pretty well, much. He yeah. he is tortured and he, and he goes off into he the goes off, side. But if you remember at the end of Mocking J two when he is has regained himself, he is always the one that's either trying to sacrifice himself for others or he's telling Gail and Katniss, mm-hmm. wait, we can't do this. This is wrong. Yeah. He is one of the very few that refuses Coin's suggestion mm-hmm. that they start their own Hunger Games yeah. with capital children. So he is the, he, he is resolute. He is steadfast. Mm-hmm. And obviously he has some kind of moral compass that yeah. keeps him, him and Hamish. Norch. Yeah. Well, I think Hamish voted with Katniss. Really? Yeah. He, I thought he didn't. Annie didn't. Annie didn't. Oh, okay. I forgot so, about it. Yeah. So, good point. Okay, so before we get into rating the f- films, I want to talk a little bit about love. <laughs> okay. Okay, so there's a love triangle between Katniss, uh, Peta, and Gail. That's yeah. his name. Yeah. yeah. So, Gail has been with Peta most of the, with all Katniss, their lives. We've been with Katniss all yeah. of their lives. <laughs> yeah, Gail hasn't been with Peta. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Different love interests. Um, <laughs> but, so, I want to ask you, Meredith Barber, and then I'll say what I think. Okay. Who do you, who do you ship out of all, out of the triangle? Who do you think should have been together? I mean, I think that Katniss and Gail are better matched. Okay. Uh, uh, Katniss and Peta are so mismatched, <laughs> it's just, like, not even funny. I mean, I get, okay, it's cute. And sometimes when opposites attract, it mm-hmm. is cute. Yeah. I just don't think that that particular one is, um... Hmm. Believable. Okay, well, first of all, before I begin. Like, for some reason, well, Peta, I go there. PETA no. and Katniss do end up together. Yeah. They get married and they have kids. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't pers- personally PETA think was so good to Katniss. Okay? I agree. I don't know. They're so perfect together. I don't know why you don't think they're perfect together, man. Well, tell me why you think they're perfect In the together. second one... Second one, they were they were together. I think they they work pretty good together. See, like in the second, although the second movie is my favorite, I just don't understand why she's going kissing Gail in one scene and then kissing Peta in the other. And well, you know, she's she doesn't know. 
he, she's she's trying to find out. That's what it is. She's <laughs> trying to find out which one she likes, and in the end, she does choose Pita. Gail was Gail was oh, but he does Gail wasn't really in love with her. He he started off in love with her, and then he went off and he wanted to go fight people. And then he kind of shoved her off to the side. It's just like, ah, I beg to differ. I think Gail truly loved Katniss, but he realized that he didn't stand a chance against Peta. And yeah, the even reason he knew. that he didn't stand a chance against Peta was because Katniss had so much guilt about Peta that what she didn't necessarily have with Gail because Gail's not as cute and fluffy as Peta. When did when, why does she have guilt? Because they, the the capital manipulated their relationship by making forcing her basically to pretend that she was just as in love with Peta as he was with her. Okay, yeah. And then he got left behind and tortured. And I don't know. I, did, I feel like a lot of Katniss's attitude towards Peta is motivated more by love, more by guilt than by love. I think I will agree with you for a time. <laughs> maybe a little bit of that, but then it changed. Okay. Then she started, and I think they were perfect together. And they had cute kids. Okay. Okay. I mean, we've talked too much already. So, um, we need to rate this movie. Okay. Are we okay rating the individual movies? Which one is your favorite? The second one. Me too. Second one, I think, is the best of the movies. Which one one is your least favorite? Uh, the third one. The third one. It's it's slow. See, I like the third one. The third one, you're not fighting as much. You know, you know, it's mostly just you yeah. there. It's more politics and stuff. Which I like. I like the politics yeah. and the intrigue. My I least favorite give... one is the fourth one. See, I love the fourth one because they got to go through all those booby traps uh, in the town. I think it's so dark. It's fun. I would give the third one my least favorite. Out of w- one to ten, I would give it a four. I didn't really like it. Okay. The, my sec- the second movie, my favorite, one out of ten, I would give it a eight. Yeah. Because it was a really good movie. Like, I think that hung, like, The Catching Fire is just a good movie. You know how mm-hmm. uh, Ghost Protocol is a good movie. It's just well told. Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, there's, there's other movies. Winter Soldier mm-hmm. is a good movie. Even if you weren't a Marvel fan, you would yeah. love it. So, yeah, I think. Okay, and now the series as a whole. Wait, wait, what, what, what oh, about, sorry. you didn't, what about you? Oh, Catching Fire? Yeah. Catching Fire, yeah, I would ca- give a seven or an eight. Because it's, it's, it, that one's your favorite. I just said good movie. Your favorite. Yeah. Okay. Even if you didn't like the rest of the series, yeah. that's a good movie. So, all the, the, the series in general. The series all four in movies. general, though, I would give a five. A uh, five? Yeah. Uh, I would give it a... I'll bump it up to a six. Yeah, I would say a six. I'll bump it up to it's, a six. I've seen better, mm-hmm. but it's still really good. Yeah, I really did enjoy them. They yeah. were good it's movies. It's got its weak points, but it also has its strong Yeah, points. I would recommend watching them. I'd recommend watching them yeah. to y'all. Okay, before we wrap things up, what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are that if you are age appropriate, <laughs> <laughs> I think that you should watch The Hunger Games. And, what, and what age would you put that in? Um, 13 and up. 13 and up, okay. Um, and it depends on child to child, of course. Yeah. But... I think that people should watch The Hunger Games, if only so that they have some cultural points of reference. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's kind of like Marvel or Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or Harry Potter. You ought to have at least some kind of working knowledge because it's ingrained in our culture's yeah. language now. And so I think that you ought to watch it. Yeah, it's a good training. Yep. And and watch it with someone who's older who can discuss these mm-hmm. things with you yeah. because there are some heavy themes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I really liked it. If I was going to recommend a dystopian movie, oh yes, that one if would you be my gonna, first one. Or The Giver. I would watch The Giver too. But that's no, it. that's I wouldn't. I wouldn't do The Giver. <laughs> the Giver's too. Yeah. The Giver's book is better. I would do okay. Hunger Games then The Giver, then Maze Runner. Okay. Then Divergent. All right. Then okay. <laughs> okay. The Giver is the best though. As so far yeah. As books go. So we did it. We, we did, did our first episode. We sure Yay. Did. Yay. And we will kind of follow this structure for our other podcasts okay. as well. Yeah. So we'll have like introduction, personal experiences, characters, themes, ratings, yeah. and then final thoughts mm-hmm. and yeah. wind down. But there's also something else that we want to do at the end of each podcast. Which, which is, is movie line, movie line, guess the movie line. And okay. we do this at our house around the yeah. kitchen sink after when, dinner. When so. we, we're bored, we'll just give movie lines and people have to guess them. So I will give you a movie line and then... Anybody, the, the first three people to send in <laughs> their answers that are correct, I will say their names on the podcast. So the uh, email, uh, email is themoviescore20 at gmail.com. No caps, no space. So it's themoviescore20 at gmail.com. The first three people who get it right, I'll say their names on the podcast. So give me your name and something you really want to say. Make sure it's short. And then you'll get on the <laughs> podcast. Okay? Okay. So... Movie line. I'm not going to do anything too hard because it's the first episode. If y'all get really good at it, then I'll get hard. Okay? So the first one is going to be this. <clears throat> he left us. He left us. But that's not what I'm going to do. And Anybody? So that's two, two different characters speaking. Two different characters. So the first character is saying, he left us, he left us. And the second character says, that's not what I'm going to do. Okay. And next week, I'll see if you can get it. And then I'll see if <laughs> anybody else got it. So... Can I say if I know this or not? <laughs> not now. Okay. Wait till next time. Okay. So this is a every other week podcast. We'll try to get it done every other week as much as possible. As much as possible. You're a writer, so you might not have time because you <laughs> you got a lot of work to do. I I'm have a, a student. lot of obligations at the end of October, so we'll just yeah. see. And I'm a student, so. But we are planning school. once we kind of get past this, we are planning yeah. on it being an every other week podcast. Mm-hmm. And we're going into Thanksgiving and Christmas, so that might... Uh, I think we'll be able to figure it out. Yeah, we'll be able to do it. So, hey, man. Yeah. We did it. That was a lot of fun. Yep. And so we will talk to y'all next time. Yeah. Uh, Bye. We're out. Chill. (laughs) Have fun.